Welcome to the Dental Machine Audio Blog. For those of us who just don't have a lot of time to read. Today we're going to be going over how to answer specific types of phone calls. Your office will handle many different types of calls. Each one requires a strategy and training. It is much better to practice before you face these calls than during the call. Go over these scenarios with your team and roleplay them over and over again. With enough time, you will be on the same page on how they all should be handled. Let's get started. The new patient phone call. You need a strategy to deal with new patient phone calls. These phone calls must be handled with an extreme amount of care. Of all the different types of calls, these are the most sensitive to error. The moment you answer the phone, it is a test, and if you pass, they will schedule an appointment. For these calls, the previous points about limiting barriers, decreasing confusion, and getting them in the schedule no matter what are rules to live by. The number one rule for new patients is to get them in the schedule. Sometimes you have to stray from your systems or bend an occasional policy if it means getting them in the door or not. Each office should decide for themselves where those lines are. I would personally rather see a new patient for no charge than not see them at all. I would rather work a new patient into the schedule on a Friday when I am booked compared to having them go elsewhere. I would rather stay late after hours to get a new patient in our office rather than losing them. You might have different limits than these, but ultimately decide what you are willing to put up with to get new patients in your office rather than losing them. You can give your staff these guidelines and options so they can save new patients that you would otherwise lose. The other key with these calls is to do everything possible to get new patients in for comprehensive care. The goal is to get every new patient in your office for a comprehensive exam and x-rays. Many patients end up getting in as a limited exam or a consult. This does not provide the doctor with all the information and deprives the doctor of the ability to make the best treatment decisions for that patient. There always seems to be confusion on the definition of these three types of visits. Your receptionist needs a clear understanding of how to schedule these. Comprehensive exam. This is for all the patients on their first visit at your office. Limited exam. This is for existing patients that have a specific issue to address if they are caught up on their recall visits, or new patients if they are in so much pain they are unable to do anything other than resolve that one concern. Consult. This is for when someone has been to another dentist and is wanting to price check. More of a second opinion. This is not a discovery or diagnosis time. In order for a doctor to diagnose something, it must be an exam. Another thing that you want to avoid is creating barriers when deciding which of these three types of visits to schedule. For new patients, you should make a limited exam visit the same price as a comprehensive exam visit. This removes any reason to not get comprehensive care. I guarantee that you will more than make up any difference by the increased work you diagnose. To make this a smooth process, your staff should know exactly what it costs for the following situations. Here are some pricing options we use to keep it simple. New patient seeing the doctor first, $49. New patient going through hygiene first, $99. Consult, $0. By doing it this way, if they call in wanting a cleaning, you know the first visit price. If they just have an issue or concern, you can put them in the doctor's side and you know the price. 
The hygiene visit will include the exam x-rays and a cleaning. The doctor visit will just include the exam and x-rays. You don't worry about how many x-rays or any other details in the pricing. We just want to get them in the door with as little confusion as possible. If they go on the doctor's side, there would be no difference cost-wise of taking one PA versus one FMX. By doing this, you give yourself the greatest chance of converting as many new patient phone calls into patients as possible. Recall and problem focused. These are the typical calls you get from your existing patient base. Most of these are fairly straightforward and easy to get in the schedule. One of the key points with these types of calls is to make sure you schedule them for the appropriate exam or treatment. If someone calls in for a cleaning, verify they do not need perio maintenance or scaling and root planing. For existing patients, it is important to make sure the patient is aware of the treatment and cost for that visit. If needed, have the treatment coordinator go over these details with the patient at the time of scheduling. The other grouping is patients calling in for problem-focused exams. The goal is always to do more comprehensive care if possible. If someone calls in for an emergency visit, verify if they are past due for any exams, cleanings, or x-rays. Try and incorporate as many of these items as possible in their visit. More x-rays will give the doctor more information, allowing him to do a better job. If the patient ends up just getting a limited exam but more comprehensive care is needed, then after that appointment, make sure they get scheduled for what is needed before they leave. Billing and account questions. One of the biggest causes of contention in a practice are the finances. If you don't have good and clear financial arrangements, you are going to experience way more of these phone calls than you want. How you handle these phone calls can make all the difference between good patient relationships and very damaged ones. Dentistry, insurance, and payments are a very complex thing. It is unrealistic for someone to call you and have you figure everything out while on the phone. Even if you could figure everything out and give a great answer, it will take too long and leave the impression that you do not know what you are doing. Unless the answer is painfully obvious, the best way to resolve billing and account questions is simply to empathize with the patient and take down their information. After the right person has properly researched the issue, they can call back and it will have a much better end result. Clinical questions. Most clinical questions should not be answered by the team members in the front office. While generic questions about procedures and office policies should be answered, any specific patient clinical questions should be directed to a staff member that has knowledge in that area. The question and information should be taken down for a call back. The best team member who has worked with that patient the most should be the one to call and answer those specific questions. Overstepping your bounds, knowledge, and job responsibility is a major cause of lawsuits, failed appointments, and lost patients. Insurance questions. There are many different opinions on how to deal with insurance. Each practice is also in a different situation due to varying levels of insurance participation. Since it really is an area with many potential hurdles and barriers, we have found it best to try and avoid talking about insurance on the phones unless the patient brings it up not discussed on the phone. When you follow the previous steps about how to answer and resolve phone calls, the idea is to not introduce barriers. If a patient is concerned about price or insurance, they will ask you about price or insurance. If they do not ask, then it is not a primary concern. Just get them in the schedule and the rest can be worked out later. 
If they show up and give you insurance information, what do you do next? You simply get a fax back or pull an online breakdown of benefits. That should be enough information for any financial arrangements needed for that day. If more work has to be done or something is extra complex or confusing, you can simply explain your pay to your patient that their insurance is difficult to work with and it will take them time to finalize the benefits. You don't want them to have to spend their time doing this, so when we get all the details, we will call you back later this afternoon. Obviously, it is never great to have to do this, but it is the rare exception that this needs to happen. What happens if they are not eligible for a cleaning? For an FMX? Who cares? Bill for what you can get, and hopefully, they have a great office experience, and you'll have just earned a patient for life. When you find out that an insurance won't cover part of the visit, just let the patient know and tell them how much you enjoyed having them in your practice, and we are going to waive the rest of the amount as a first visit courtesy. Now you will very likely have a patient for life. Turning these problems into positive marketing experiences do wonders for your goodwill. Patient asks if office accepts versus in-network insurance. If a patient asks a question about insurance, then of course you need to answer it. Much of the time an insurance question will look something like this. Do you accept so-and-so insurance? The vast majority of all patients have no idea how insurance works and what in-network versus out-of-network insurance really means. When they ask this, they really just want to know if you accept this insurance. Going back to the basic principle of not introducing too many barriers or confusion, you would simply answer this is yes we do, even if you are out of network. Everyone is afraid of misleading patients, but you don't really understand how few people care or want to know about being a preferred provider. If you get the feeling they are wanting to know and are referring to being an in-network provider, then if you are not, obviously tell them you are not. Just make sure to follow it up with the positive and give them a reason to still stay as previously discussed. The idea is not to mislead, but not to add too much to the conversation to increase barriers and confusion. If a patient calls in asking for a cleaning, you are not going to tell them how, yes, we do a cleaning, but then follow it up listing all of the services that we do not provide. That doesn't make any sense. All of our phone calls need to be focused on what you do and how well you do it. Why not just ask about insurance? Many people think that if you just ask and get insurance information over the phone, it will solve many problems. The issue is that doing this creates way more problems than it solves. I have yet to see a front desk that is way overstaffed. Understaffing the front office is so common that it is basically the norm. No one has time to sit around on the phones waiting for someone to look for their insurance card in their purse, around the house, and then read off all the info. Asking about insurance will typically double or triple the call time. How many new patient calls get missed while you wait for those insurance breakdowns and that information? How many times do you get the info, spend an hour confirming a breakdown of benefits, and then the patient doesn't show? Way too many. It just isn't worth it. Upset or disgruntled patients. When confronted with someone who is upset or disgruntled, apologize and empathize with them. Never try to dispute what they are saying. After they are pacified, get their info, call them back after you have properly researched what needs to be done to better help resolve their concerns. Price shopping. One of the more difficult types of calls is handling price shoppers. When training our teams on price shoppers, we have them proceed in three different steps. The steps are attempted in the following order. 
One, avoid giving a price and try to schedule an appointment to diagnose and determine pricing. Two, give starting price and say it goes up by complexity in your needs. Three, say it is good to come in because they might not even need that treatment. Avoid giving a price. The first try is always just to get them in the schedule. Patients that are ready to act and get something done will usually just schedule and are okay with the answer that dentistry is very specific to that person and it is hard to quote a cost. A conversation could look like this. Patient, how much do you charge to get a tooth taken out? Office, it can be hard to quote something like that over the phone. Our doctor, Dr. Jones, is incredible and very experienced with those procedures. Let's go ahead and get you in the schedule and have them figure out exactly what needs to be done. At that point, we can figure out the exact costs to get your mouth healthy. If that works, then you just need to get the patient scheduled and you are good to go from there. If that does not work, we go on to step two and give a starting price. For this, we give the lowest cost for a simple extraction that we charge or the lowest price of an insurance company's allowed fee we are in network for. That conversation looks like this. Patient. I just really wanted to know how much it would cost before I come in. Office, I totally understand. A standard tooth extraction starts at around $120 and goes up from there. It can depend on the type of tooth and a lot of other factors. Once we get you in to have the doctor take a look, we can get you the exact cost to get done exactly what you need. Most times, this will get the patients to schedule. The really persistent ones that won't schedule are probably not the greatest patients in the world, but we'll still try one more attempt to get them in. Typically, when patients are really concerned about the cost, they are not wanting to do the treatment at all. Many patients have been to a dentist and been told they need something, but they either don't have the money or more commonly they're just afraid and don't want to do the treatment. They are trying to find a way out of getting the work done. So the last option we try is to give them a glimmer of hope. Patient, I get that it's complicated, but I can't come in if I don't know what the price is going to be. Office, I totally understand. Unfortunately, because everyone's situation is so different, it is difficult to give an exact price over the phone. I am very confident, though, if you did come in, we can figure out exactly what needs to happen and give you a great price to get your teeth fixed. We even have flexible payment options we can customize just for you. It'd be great to have Dr. Jones take a look at your tooth because you may not even need to get that tooth taken out. Lots of times we are able to offer other options that could be a good solution as well. Can we get you scheduled to see if you'll if you really need to get that tooth taken out? I can't tell you how many times this last option works. So many people have called because they think they need a specific treatment only to find that they have other options. When someone thinks a tooth needs to come out, it is common that they don't actually care about the money. They just don't want to lose a tooth. If they think there might be another solution, that is usually enough to pique their interest and they will schedule. If none of those options work, that is usually where I tell my team to pull the plug and move on. Having a step-by-step -step approach to price shoppers will give your team confidence when they answer the phones. Otherwise, you can hear the awkwardness and you can bet the patient does too. Lots of practice with each of these different situations will leave your team more confident and capable on the phones. You will see a much higher conversion rate on your calls and you will have the confidence to address your marketing knowing your phones will be handled appropriately. Thank you again for listening and joining us. This has been the Dental Machine Audio Blog.